Hey, this is Jason Cass, Agents Influence Podcast. Glad to be back. I gotta apologize. It's been a week or two since I've released a podcast, but I have been head down um, for since Christmas, literally building um, something that is there for you. Uh, you've heard me talk about it, DEMA, the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. It is coming out um, it, today. Right now, I'm recording this intro on Friday the 24th. Actually, I did this interview back in December when I did all the interviews, um, but uh, this one right here, I'm recording this and we're going live with DEMA in a couple hours. I'm super excited. What is DEMA? You've heard me talk about it, but maybe you haven't. DEMA is the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. Inside there, you're going to be taught Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, YouTube, blogging and SEO, and email marketing. Here's the good part that's good for you. Not only are you going to learn this stuff step by step, you're also going to learn it from real insurance agencies. Real insurance agents, excuse me, inside real insurance agencies doing these real tactics to real insurance clients and prospects bringing up great and real branding, marketing, and communication to those clients, creating relationships that are turning into sales. That's what it's all about, a social and digital business. You're going to be taught each one from an expert who is specifically good in that area. So you want to know the tip tips. You want to know the strategies. You want to know the tools. You want to know the procedures. You want to know how to put it all together to where you can focus it to as little time as you want so that you can sell and create relationships on autopilot. DEMA is for you. Be sure to get in. We're only taking the first 25 members. Um, that's no gimmick. That's actually the way that it is because we're going to use you guys as a test. And the way we use you in a test is we're going to give you a benefit on your price that you're going to get when no other agent will ever be able to get again. That'll be locked in for lifetime. You're also going to get special one-on-one -on -one meetings and webinars so that we can get your feedback. It's a special thing to be a DEMA Founders member. So be sure to find us at growdema.com or you can find us at growprogram.com. You can find Find us at our Facebook. You can find us on Google Plus, LinkedIn. It's all going to be there. Look forward to seeing you there. One last thing before I get into the podcast, I want to remind you of the last podcast I did with Chuck Blondino. I have gotten unbelievable rave and reviews. Please, it's a two-hour pod. It's a one-hour podcast broken into two podcasts. And the reason I did that, I don't like to normally go that long, but folks, I'm telling you. If you listen, if you can't listen to both, listen to number two. Listen to us on iTunes or on Stitcher, and when you're in your car, roll into the next agent, play it or to the next client, play it in your Bluetooth. You've got to listen. He he and uh, he he has looked at 900 agencies for the past five, six, seven years, and he talks about what the high income earners do and what the low. And I'm going to tell you, you think you know, but you don't. You've got to listen. To, to this podcast. But in the meantime, we have a gentleman who is out of New Hampshire. He's up from the Northeast. He is a veteran to the industry, but I tell you this, he loves young agents. He loves the future of this industry. He loves perpetuation, and he loves keeping this industry the greatest industry God ever created because it's his generation that has left us the greatest industry God has ever created. So without further ado, let's roll on to it. This is Agents Influence Podcast and another one with Big, Big Wig Month. Here we go! Hey 
Hey, this is Jason Cass once again with uh, Agents Influence, and here we are. Uh, we've got another great person uh, that is that is on here visiting today in what we call Big Wig Month because we originally called it CEOs. If you're a listener, you know, but we've got presidents, CEOs. Today we have actual a chairman, but the great thing is that's just the organization. He is what we love in this industry is real people um, doing real things, and that's who he is. He is an agency owner. Um, out of Clark Mort Mortensen, and uh, his name is Tom Minkler. And so I'd like to welcome every everybody. Welcome Tom, and Tom, thank you for coming on and giving us a little bit of your time. Jason, I'm glad to be with you. Thank you. Fantastic. Now we always want to start because people want to know who is Tom, and I think it's only fair for them to be able to connect. They need to know. So Tom, uh, give us uh, a real short of who your background is, what you do now, would you? Sure, Jason. Um, as you said, I'm an independent agent, trusted choice agent in Keene, New Hampshire. Uh, we've got a uh, business that has about 50 plus employees in five locations in New Hampshire, Vermont. Uh, that's my vocation. And my uh, my other job is now the chairman of Big Eye, the Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers of America. So pretty busy right now, but it's all good stuff. Okay, fantastic. And for everybody who knows, we 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 just did a Bob Rustbull, who's actually the CEO of the Big Eye. Well, he's kind of the of the the staff. He's the CEO of the actual all the people who make it actually work and actually do all the hard work. I think Tom would agree there. But the Big Eye is is ran by for everybody out there. It's actually uh, ran by members. It's uh, ran by us, and there's an executive committee that makes up, I believe, five or six people. Yeah, it's seven of us. That's right. Seven of us, and and Tom is the chairman of 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 that. So he's actually the person that's uh, is responsible for a, a big task. But but Bob Rustbolt was the CEO. So that's that's kind of his executive director. He gets he's the one who gets stuff done. Him and his team. And by the way, I must say they're a fantastic team. If I didn't say that in the last podcast, so let's get right into this. Um, uh, Tom, what is the thing I always like to open up with is what is the um the are you a iPhone or a Droid person? I'm an iPhone. Oh man, I lost another one. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, and then what is the last uh, app that you downloaded? Well, uh, it's not really a new app, Jason, uh, but I just loaded the newest version of an app called Scan Biz Cards, and it sounds pretty dry, but because of my travel, the big eye, I'm going across the country, and I'm li literally picking up hundreds, if not thousands, of business cards from people that want to reconnect with me, and it is a most efficient way to, I just literally put the card on the table, take a quick snapshot, it scans it, it, it dumps all the information right into my Outlook uh, memories, and I'm ready to go. It just is a huge time saver for me. It does, so, it, so it works with Outlook? It does. It integrates with Outlook. Uh, all the information is brought over. It's pretty intuitive. There's, occasionally it will you know, see a symbol that doesn't know, but for the most part it populates all the fields, and it's already wow. you know, it's downloaded immediately. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – what was that again? Say it again. It's scan, S-C-A-N, biz, B-I-Z, cards. Thank you very much. That was sure. worth it right there for me. That's cool. I did not know that it that it actually integrated that way, so that's super. Okay, we'll get right to it. One thing that I've noticed about you, Tom, 
is uh, for the listeners out there, I've said this to many other people uh, that I know close to me, Tom is kind of like my association father. I, I have to tell you guys. And the reason is I say that is I've always been in big into the independent insurance agents, but but uh, Tom was kind of taking the realm and was helping building the Young Agents Committee um, because it perpetuates every year back in 09 and to talk to me and see if I was interested. And then Tom Lee, uh, led the task force for Project Cap. That's kind of his kind of his baby. Um, and I, so I, I've known him for a while. And one of the things I know about him is he's got a deep desire, or you, I guess I should say you, you're right here, Tom, um, that, that you have for attracting young talent, perpetuating this industry. And this is something we don't talk a lot about here on Agents Influence. And I think it probably should be one of the most important uh, what do you what do you think this we'll just start with this what does the industry need to do to attract young talent to it i mean what what is it yeah i there's there's a multitude of things we should be doing maybe i'll preface this by saying not only should we be doing there's an absolute uh imperative need to be doing it right now the insurance industry over the next 5 to 8 years is going to lose half of the people that work in the industry, and a lot of that is due to baby boomer retirements. So we've got about 2.3 million workers in the insurance industry, and about a million of them are going to reach retirement age in the next five to eight years. That's a staggering number. Um, in our business, the insurance industry itself, the average employee age is 30% higher than any other industry. So we've got this compounding effect going on. So we have got to find ways to, be, to stay competitive. We've got to attract uh, diversity in age and gender and other characteristics that Gen Y and Gen X are accustomed to. Um, you know, the millennials in 2014 are going to account for 36% of the American workforce. Uh, we need to be in that discussion on where they want to end up. We need to tell our story better. We actually have a story that's a pretty good story for the millennials. Um, a lot of the things they're looking for in an occupation, we actually have. Um, you know, we have flexibility in our, in our workplace, especially for a young producer, for example. Uh, we give back to our community, something also that's very important. We need to be telling that story. And we have unlimited income potential for somebody who's in sales. Um, I think one of the things that when I talk to, to the millennials um, is they're looking for a meaningful occupation where they're not just getting kind of the, the grunt work. They want to make an impact. They want to be part of the, uh, of the whole inner workings of the business. And, you know, I try to say our industry is a place where you can do well while doing good. And I think that that really resonates with a lot of folks uh, at that age. But I think we need to be very active um, in telling our story. Uh, wherever I go, I try to make a point of engaging with younger folks and saying, you know, and I don't mean just insurance settings. If I'm on a college campus or in a high school setting, that type of thing, try to have those conversations to let them understand what we do. Because let's face it. Um, so when somebody says insurance, that doesn't usually make people jump up and down and say, that's the career I want. But when you start talking to them about the opportunities within our business, it really does open people's eyes. We're doing a lot of work on the national level with the big I in what's known as Project Invest. And Project Invest was developed a number of years ago to introduce the insurance industry to those in the high school, junior college, and colleges. Um, it's grown tremendously uh, by over 45% over, uh, over in the last couple of years. Um, and we're presenting scholarships to students that want to pursue a career in insurance. We're going to give away over $80,000 this year uh, for those types of things. So more and more, we just have to be really attuned to how we're going to bring in young talent into our industry. 
Yes, yes, and that that's great. I mean, and see, if you're when you're listening, you obviously know exactly what I just started this conversation with is that he lives and breathes this stuff, Tom. That's fantastic. You you know this inside and out and I really love it and and that shows the the dire you know research knowledge and passion that you've put into it that, that really drives home this is a concern of yours and it should be a concern of a lot of people so I, I really uh, I really appreciate that I think our invest program also is something that I don't think a lot of agents know about because when I've because it's getting bigger drastically larger as you said than it was four or five years ago but it seems when an agent does find out about the invest program, they usually get involved really fast with it. And so right. when you when you don't see a lot of people out there, you obviously know it's out there. But I would say uh, we've probably doubled the numbers of the of who knew what invest was three or four years ago. And and if you're not there, be sure to go to the Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers website. They have a thing on invest there. It's very interesting. I might do a separate podcast just on that alone because that's that's a very good point. Um, great. I, um, it's amazing. The one statistic you said is that the average age is 30 years higher than other industries on average. About 30% higher. Oh, 30% 30. higher. I was yeah. thinking, holy moly. <laughs> I was taking notes here, so I was like, man, that is crazy. 30% higher. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thank you. That still is astounding, though. I it mean, is. It's, it is an astounding number. You're yeah. Right. That, that, that is, that is really, really crazy. Okay. Now, um, a couple, there was something else that I wanted to ask you there, but it slipped my mind when I was trying to get these statistics uh, correct. But we'll go on to one of the next questions um, that was brought in. And uh, let's talk about your agency for a minute. Give us a window of that. I mean, is your company, uh, what? Are, first of all, are you, are you more commercial lines, personal lines? And is your company pro social marketing and digital media? And what are some of the things that you're doing? Um, we are almost equal personal lines and commercial lines, which is rather unusual for an agency of our size. Usually, when you get to be the size we are, it's heavily dominated by commercial and benefits. Um, we're big believers in personal lines. We think that it is uh, one of the cornerstones of what we do. Uh, we try to do it very well. We have divisions within, within that uh, side of the business. And commercial is also growing, um, growing for us very well too. Benefits, obviously, with what's going on with the Affordable Care Act, is a certain challenge right now. But I think it's a tremendous opportunity to tell you the truth. I think there's a lot of uh, agents that are running away from that. I think that's a mistake. I think that more and more uh, consumers and businesses, for certain, are going to need our advice. Uh, they're not getting it in other places, or they're getting confusing messages in other places. So. We're, we're very bullish on that also. Uh, we grow the agency in lots of ways, Jason. Uh, for example, in the commercial lines, we have an entire division that helps our clients with either HR or compliance issues. Uh, that's, frankly, our fastest-growing division because it applies to lots of different business. Okay. In personal lines, we do the standard stuff that everyone does, but we also have a, a, a division that's uh, focused completely on high-net-worth individuals, and that's growing rapidly, too. So that just gives you a snapshot of what our agency looks like. Okay, super. And and so, how are we integrating kind of uh, uh, social marketing and digital media? Obviously, you're pro of that, um, being one of the founding uh, people to really generate and get going the idea and really pushing Project Cap. Well, how are you using it in your agency? Can you give me some examples? Sure. Uh, yeah, and you're right. We are very pro social media and digital marketing. Um, I think there's tremendous opportunity out there. Frankly, I think it is uh, gives us a window of opportunity that has been unprecedented in the last 20 years for independent trusted choice agencies. 
We, uh, we involve a lot of different media in here. I will tell you, I think we're doing it well compared to other independent agents, but I think we're just at the infancy of what we can do. Um, we are running Facebook campaigns for our, some of our younger producers that's actually driving in business in here. Um, we are tweeting often, uh, and even this old dog is beginning to tweet more often. He's <laughs> going to be doing it a lot more. Um, we, um, all of our producers have LinkedIn accounts and are starting uh, groups within LinkedIn. Uh, we have an interactive website. Um, and probably missing three or four other things, but I think in my 36 years in the business, this is a what I would call a marketer's dream. You know, in the past, if we even launched a marketing campaign, uh, we would do the traditional stuff, the mailings, the drop-offs, the follow-ups, all of that kind of stuff, and it would take us weeks, months, and even sometimes years to know if it was successful or not. It just wasn't quantifiable and measurable. Today, using social media, all the social media tools. I will know literally within hours or maybe days if it's going to work or not. And the, the, the cost to undo something that I've started is minimal compared to what would have been in the old days. So I can target exactly who I want to go after. I know the results if I'm doing the right thing or not immediately. And it is in a space that not a lot of my competitors are playing in. So it's a, it's a perfect storm right now, I think. And uh, we're going to be using it more and more. As a matter of fact, we're dedicating even more personnel We've got three people involved, heavily involved in our in our social and digital marketing space, uh, and that will continue over the, the coming years. We just think there's tremendous potential there. You know what? I really like that, and I, I'm telling you, I'm taking some big notes here. What a great way to look at that. So you're campaigning for your social digital marketing, whatever it may be, the marketing plan that you develop because of the tools, because of the analytics. What you're saying is, is not only do I know it, uh, two, three, four, five days in whether it's going to work or not, but because of the less expense, which I think overall social and digital marketing is way less expensive than traditional, then then you're also saying it's less expensive for me to undo that. And that yeah, is um, that's an interesting way to look at that. I've never looked at it that way, and that is another advantage to to why some of those tools and ways of doing marketing are better today. Wow. Yeah, that's, I tell you, Jason, I think there's two parts. That one is it's easier to undo, and so my costs are lower there. And we've just begun to, to do some um, true studies of this. I think our cost of acquisition for a new piece of business is 50% of what it was the old way. Because think about it. In the old way, you had to touch 10 people, and maybe you got two to talk to, and then you hope to sell one. When you can start to f truly target who you want to be doing business with, and your mes message resonates with that target market, first of all, you're going to get exactly the type of client you want, Two, they're probably going to be predisposed to do business with you anyway. And three, you've already started the learning curve ahead of time by being able to let them research uh, what we do online. So we'll know better within the next year, but I think that's what it's pointing to. It's a huge uh, ROI as far as what, er what it is to acquire new pieces. And closing ratio. I mean, oh, yeah. that, that's what I've been preaching forever is that whenever I started working with Project Cap and we started building some of my social platforms in 2011, that was one of the things I've always said. I mean, I really do believe this. If you don't have a 50% closing ratio or better using social and digital marketing, there's things you can drastically do to approve, improve my point. Because a Absolutely. lot of the case studies that me and Handley and Dunn and other people, we're getting anywhere from 60 to almost 80% closing ratio because of the direct target marketing that you're talking about. That, right. that's, so, so, so you're saying if it doesn't work, I have less expenses backing it out, 
but more than likely it does work because the targeting that I'm able to do when I do that, I have a higher close ratio with less expense. So you, either way you win, whether the campaign works or doesn't work, you're, you're, you're winning either way pretty much. That's I mean, exactly correct. That's yeah. interesting. That That's yeah. an interesting way to look at that. I'm serious. You got me hyped up and you know that it doesn't take much, but I'm telling you, no, I, I like that. That's a... That is an interesting. I talk to a lot of people about this, but I've never really taken it from the undo portion. So I kind of like right. that. And I think, Jason, I, what I think um, a number of agents when I talk across the country about this is, for a while, I think they um, they didn't see the the way that they could incorporate their business model into social. But you know, you, you really got to start thinking differently because consumers, on average, spend almost two hours and forty five minutes a day on mobile devices, and seventy eight percent of them are researching online before making any kind of purchase. Um, and 72% of them read online customer reviews. If we're not playing in that space, we're missing a huge opportunity. And if you play in that space, think about the competitive advantage you'll have right now because a lot of agents aren't embracing this the way they can. I just think it's a win-win. Right. Once again, one of the best times, reason why to be a, in the insurance business, especially as an independent. Um, Absolutely. It, it, people hear that a lot and they read that, but I don't think they really can uh, put their finger on it. And that's okay that they can't. But it, as long as you keep reading, keep understanding, keep looking at society, it'll start to come clearer to you. I think it has for a lot of people just in the last three years. I mean, Tom, in 2009, um, <clears throat> when we were putting together Project Ta Cap on the task force, I mean, if you almost would have brought up social digital marketing to anybody at that time, I got to admit in 2009, I wasn't even on Facebook. You know what I right. mean? I, right. I, I, it was so, but where we've come in three to four years is, is phenomenal. So that is a, that is kudos to the insurance industry for making a push. Absolutely. Let's last with we'll follow up with the last question here. And um, if you were an agent, which you are, but I understand you uh, have a lot of other duties that have taken you away from being a, you know, as my buddy Ryan Hanley says, rubber sole shoe, shoes on the concrete. Um, <laughs> if you were an agent, and what would you do in 2014 to knock it out of the park? Well, I think one of them we've already talked about, and that would be get truly involved in social and make it work for you. I think this is a competitive advantage for young, middle-aged, and old agents. I think this is a place when everybody's looking to write new business, this is a place that you can, you can really leverage something like you couldn't before. Also, I think more and more, and this, is, this goes in cycles, but I think more and more those agents that specialize or have a niche and can truly focus on something uh, where they are a clear expert and they have the clear best set of tools for a consumer, I think those are the ones who are going to win big in 2014. Uh, we do it in four or five different areas. Our folks are really good at, at knowledge, and really we supply them with different sets of services and tools to be uh, to set themselves apart. I, but the two of those don't work across purposes. We're you know we're using sort of that specialization and incorporating social into that. I think that that's going to give us a tremendous uh, leg up in 2014 on how we're going to grow our business. So those are just two things, Jason. I think would be great for any agent to to knock it out of the park. I I agree. I agree. Man, it's exciting. It's exciting thinking about. It's a fun thing. time to be in this business. There's no it, doubt about it. It really is, and it's um, and it's and it's and it's crazy because I speak for a lot of agents out there. It's unbelievable how hard it is, though. And you're right. We need to tell our story, but to attract people in as we started back. I mean, it's it's so tough to find an actual producer. Um, I just, I mean, it takes a certain type of person. Here's the thing I'll say, Tom, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Please do. I have found out. That in looking at different types of producers and different people who have tried it and didn't make it or, or were successful, 
It didn't matter if they were skinny, if they were overweight, if they were tall, if they were short, if they could even really communicate very well versus, I mean, being a very, very great communicator. You hear the gift of gab. You hear the fact that if someone's um, better looking than another person, they'll be a better salesperson. But I think, truthfully, I think you can take all that and throw it out the window. I think it has to do with, does the person have a burn in his belly to get up and go to work and work a solid day and talk to people about insurance? I think if that person does that thing and just goes out there and want to work and make some money, they'll be successful in this industry. Am I wrong? I Am I right about that? No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it, um, I can teach a lot of things to a producer. I can't teach passion. If you have passion, you are way ahead of the rest of the folks that you're competing against because if you love this business and you can't wait to get up in the morning to talk to people about it, you're going to be successful. And I don't care what position you are within an agency or in a carrier. If you've got a passion, you will be successful. I agree. Thanks for your time. Last question here. You're reading a book. I know you're a reader. Tell us what you're reading. Well, actually, I've got two going on, and I try to do this all the time. Usually, I'm reading something that applies to my business, and the other one is usually just to, to vegetate and not have to think too hard. Uh, I'm reading a book that's been out for a while, The Challenger Sale, uh, that does just that. It talks to you about what there's a different method, um, way that you think about going after sale if you're a challenger. And I won't get into the details of it, but that's a, it's an interesting read right now. Nice. And then the light side reading I have is uh, the newest David Baldacci book, out, uh, King and Maxwell. And I like Baldacci, so that's my, that's my airplane reading when I'm tired of reading the heavy stuff. Okay. All right. I'm writing that down there. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. So, um, you know, we really appreciate your time. You're a busy person. Uh, you gave some great insight. Really, really love some of the stuff that you told us here. I know the agents are going to love it. So, Tom, thank you once again for your time. My pleasure, Jason. Thank you. And this has been Jason Cass with uh, JDC. I'm sorry, this is not JDC. This is Agents Influence. I'm sorry. Uh, podcast. And we just had Tom Minkler on. Be looking forward to our next podcast where we are going to be actually having Tom Ely, which is the president of Encompass, will be joining us actually for a video cast. He didn't want to do a podcast. He said, I want a video cast. So we're going to give Tom the video cast. This has been Agents Influence Podcast, and we are out.